I'm Dr. Ben Rall. Do you know where the most amazing doctor lives? You may be surprised to learn that it's actually right inside of you. Yet, today's healthcare model is built on a foundation that the greatest doctor instead comes in the form of pills, potions, lotions, even surgery. So listen in, because what if the majority of what you have been told about health and healing is not only wrong, but actually harmful to you? One thing is for sure, when you work with your body and not against it, you'll begin to discover that you are in fact designed to heal. Welcome back to Designed to Heal. I am your average Jeff, your co-host here with Dr. Ben Rawl. And buddy, Yeah. today um, we're talking about a lot, a lot of crazy stuff actually that's that's really relevant in the world. Some terms that we're gonna we're gonna say today that are like, you know, this is what's crazy mainstream conversation at the dinner table now mm. that I'm even a few months ago, mm. I would have probably had to text you and be like, you ever heard of this? Like, mm. do you know what this mm. thing is? Like, um, yeah. <laughs> chat GPT. Mm. Let's start mm. there. Everybody acts like, like they know exactly what it is and it's been around forever, but it really, it really hasn't been mainstreamed. AI, all of this kind of stuff, transhumanism. I mean, yeah. crazy terms. I don't even know what that one means. You're going to actually tell me what well, that one. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> so, so dude, I, I think as a, as a, not that we, I need a pre-qualifier, but I'll just, maybe give where I'm at, Yeah, you know, because uh, we were kind of, as we were talking before the show, it's kind of like, well, what, you know, angle do we want to take? And I said, sure. well, I don't know if there's an angle to take. I think we're exploring this. Now, my chair on this will be, I have a few, but the main reason I would even do a show on this right now is in part, matter of fact, you triggered it. You sent me an article about, uh, you know, Google guy saying, you know, seven years will reach uh, immortality. Yeah, we're going to yeah. have nanobots in this. Yeah. And then that kind of goes down the rabbit trail of, is that good? Is that bad? Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah. And then, it, you know, this, this marriage of technology and biology and these kinds of things. And so, mm -hmm. and I have thoughts on that from a health perspective. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's part of why I would want to have this conversation. Yeah. What's been going on a lot in healthcare for much longer than just the last bit of this is what was called big data. Right. And then, you mm -hmm. know, so the idea was we're going to be able to get, you know, if we can get all this data, then we're going to be able to synthesize it. And then we can have algorithms that will help us take better care of people. Right. So if I have data on you, Jeff, that says, this is your blood pressure, this is your cholesterol, this is your stress level, this is your CRP level, this is your heart rate, this is your resting heart rate, this is what you ate today. Yeah. And I see there's a fluttering your heart and we can send an emergency paddles to you on a you know on a drone to drop it off at your house because we could predict your heart attack mm -hmm. that's how it's often sold mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay now there's a lot behind even that conversation that i that i'd be happy to have so that was big data mm. then big data kind of became biometrics and then biometrics became wearables and mm -hmm. then wearables mm -hmm. became what now is being implantables mm -hmm. okay essentially mm -hmm. and and injectables even right these these things matter of fact what's what this article was talking about was nanoparticles injected in you that go in there and again magically heal your body eat up your diseases mm -hmm. and and mm -hmm. there's a and repair mm -hmm. things now to say that's going to happen in seven years. Now, the guy that wrote that article or they're referencing that article, I've actually read some of his books over the years. He's a futurist. He's been right about certain things and in, in, in certain ways. And so I'm not even mm. I'm not even arguing that that's not possible, yeah. potentially, what yeah. he's describing. Yeah. Um, and then there's then there's this idea of transhumanism. Yeah. Uh, uh, which, and I think that's what I would want to tell people, at least starting off, which is I want you to keep the perspective that every, every not everything, but a lot of what we're going to be talking today, I would put in the category as experimental. What I mean by that is right now there's no transhumanism that it, they right they're not implanting chips in your brain so they want to do that or they want to put injectable nanobots in you right so that's going to be a big experiment just like they just did with mRNA technology and billions of people 
Oh, there and, you go again, Ben. And it failed. There you go again. Right? No, so, you know, so making the so, connection to this. No, I'm, I'm as making you're the you're going to talk about this, not crazy. you have to realize at minimum it's an experiment, right. which then would have unintended consequences, just like mRNA technology did. And we go, oh my gosh, I never thought about uh, immune <laughs> enhancement. I never, you yeah. know, I never thought about myocarditis. I never thought about, you know, anaphylactic shock. I never, well, maybe they did think about those things, but they didn't publicize them. And then this idea of artificial intelligence. Now, chat GBT, like you were talking about this generative pre-trained it's what it means it's all this information that's been inputted yeah. and then that generates because it's been quote pre-trained it generates something now i've never been on it i've yeah. never touched yeah. it i've never done i know people that have um and they you know they some of them they've sent me some funny things i mean you're seeing that kind of like that yeah like some of our humorous i'm not really into the humor of it right right i mean that's believe me it's much like the person that started on Facebook because they just wanted to see what their grandkids were right, doing right. or stay in touch with an old friend or just see what was going on. And then X amount of time later, they wake up and they say, I'm addicted. It's ruined my life. I'm suicidal. I, you know what I mean? So these things always have a, they're always proposed with a thread of benefit. I was reading, listening to something the other day talking about like the monetary system, particularly related to like centralized digital banking. Right. And so that's, and they're, they're selling it with some positives. Hey, you can do immediate money transfers, right? You don't have to wait three days for a, you know, a, a deposit to go through. Right? right. So everybody's going, that's awesome. You mean, right, right away I get paid and I have access to my money. So it's, but that's a threat of two, but what they don't also tell you is, oh, by the way, I can shut you off. That's oh, right. by the way, I can tie to your social credit score. Oh, by the way. So, so I would at least initially warn, and I have some things I want to talk through here. Um, I would stop, stop yeah, right there. Yeah, though, go ahead. Man. Here's the thing. Some people right away roll their eyes and they hear you say what you just said. Oh, they would never do that. And and, no. and do we need, I mean, we did an episode not long ago that essentially was a snapshot of the last three years, mm. which was, was kind of a response, if you think about it, of, oh, they would never do that. And they did. Yeah. And they did. And, and this is reality that I would say to that person, okay, yes, maybe nobody is threatening. There's not a bank. There's not a whatever that's the, or a centralized monetary system or whatever that's threatening right now. Oh, tomorrow we're going to do this, but it's a slow creep. It's a slow crawl. Yeah. They take that ground and then you wake up one day and you realize this is why we often use that analogy yeah. of the boiling frog on here. Yeah. Like exactly. that's how yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah. It's very good. I mean, I would, I think it's a perfect time to use that metaphor, the, the boiled frog and, and make no mistake guys. And I want to talk through this. There's going to be parts of this that are going to, feel and seem to be and maybe even are beneficial and i might i mean like i some parts of it jeff it feels like when we were kids and my dad would say like you know i'm doing a homework and i pull out the calculator he's like don't do the calculator you need to know how to do math by yourself right and so you're like, oh, you're stupid. You're old fashioned. Why do we have these calculators then? Right. But now as an adult, I, I, you know, now my version, our version of that, right. Is Hey Alexa or Hey Siri. Right. Or Hey Google. Right. Uh, where is this? What's the capital of this? You know, I'm, I've got two kids. Right. And so right. you're watching them not use their brains. It right. really right. is a dumbing down. Now you say we have information, all this data, you know, we have access to all this information, but make no mistake. We're becoming dependent upon the technology, right. which eventually then we're, we're, we're actually ruled by the technology. Oh, now 100%. make, make, make no mistake. You guys, people in high positions, meaning people that literally own some of these companies are actually themselves. Now I don't fully trust all this, but they're asking for a moratorium on this technology. I got it pulled up right here. Because Elon Musk was on the founding board of OpenAI, right? And, and he's the same because literally pause six months is what he's saying right and now. Their concerns are that it could literally destroy the world. Yeah, like they're not. It's not because oh, yeah. you know, yeah. because literally the implications of this are. And and if human history has told us anything, 
we generally don't go the right way. Well, well, Ben, think about this. The, I was watching an episode of, you ever watch Pawn Stars on uh, History Channel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that show. Just love the history that comes in it. So so a, a customer the other day brings in a Dick Tracy watch that was okay. made in like the 1940s or okay. something like that. Now, it's not like the two-way radio thing okay. like they had okay. in the movies. If you've ever seen no, the movies, the comment. Okay, so one of the cool things, and this is kind of funny because you think about like wearables and now, yeah. and even if it's just your phone, if you just have a phone or whatever, yeah. the fact that we have these two-way wireless communicators which was dreamt about, you know, yeah. decades ago. I remember being right? like in like elementary school and, and like watching something. I just have some memory of this. And it was going to be like a video phone. Yeah. Like it wasn't even real. It was so sci-fi. Oh, gosh. And yeah. being like, oh, how could you ever like talk to grandma and see her? And she lives in Oklahoma. And, you know? uh, and now, yeah. you know, but so so this customer brings in this, in this watch and they made an interesting point. They talked about this idea of how so often you know, it's it's movies, it's things like that that end up being the mm -hmm. precursor mm -hmm. to what then comes, like what we dream up, say, in the world of science sure. and technology and stuff like that. Because because why? Like we dream up these things because they're apparatuses that can you know solve human problems if there were any or something like that. And then science goes that direction. So I look at this and I go, Here, here's the connection for me. I, I go, man. You know, you think about some of the movies that have come out. Think about some of the sci-fi movies. Like I'm mm -hmm. thinking of like The Matrix, maybe some of the Marvel superhero movies mm -hmm. and everything like that. And what is what is like the most common thing, dude? It's like the machines took over the world. Yeah. Right. Well, and we that would never happen. And I'm going, um well, well, for for the listeners that like to get a little bit, you know, uh go like I'm not little, calling Hollywood prophetic, but I'm calling Hollywood. Well, no, but 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 actually, Jeff, I don't even know if you're familiar with this. I don't know if you've ever heard of Project Mockingbird. But Project no, Mockingbird is was created by the CA, still exists, and it's what they do. It's how they influence media with ideas, where they actually put things into movies, into television. You, you, if you look back, and this has happened, you know, since there's all these like shows now, right? Yeah. So you can look up Project Mockingbird. There's been testimony on the on the Senate and the in the U.S. Congress about this. This isn't a conspiracy theory. It exists and it happened and it happens. So like I was, I, you know, uh, you know, like during COVID, I've looked back at some other like um, old TV show, like not even old, but like yeah, yeah, uh, The Office or something like this. And I've watched, and there was times where there was like masks in the show, and there's times where they had like hand sanitizer sitting out. And I'm like, wow! I never noticed that before. For the purpose of normalization. Well, uh, now I would say I can't. I don't care if I can speak to all of it. I think some is just coincidence. I'm not going. Everybody like, but my point in that, Jeff. So like, when you start noticing, uh, even during COVID, all of a sudden there was all these movies out about contagions and about oh yeah, end of the oh, yeah. you know this kind of stuff. Oh yeah. So I would say that if you're, I would say it's not as it's not as innocent as you. I mean, I think there's some where sci-fi can drive ideas, right? Yeah, and yeah, the creativity yeah. of man. Yeah, but yeah. I would also say, make no mistake, there is an agenda yeah. behind a lot of it. When we had that guest yeah. on, you know, the the artist for Marvel, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, he's saying, no, 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 there's an agenda yep. to create him differently, Superman yeah. in this yeah. instance, yeah. to go against, right? Now, you, so you wouldn't say that that's a scientific advancement. That's an agenda behind that. So sometimes, you know, yeah, that's you, the and, you, theme. The theme and you don't is, think yeah. tech has influence. You don't think the people that own tech would love to have a show mm -hmm. that's going to talk about the marriage between, you know, man and machine. And by the way, they might make that sound all beautiful, right? Yeah. I mean, I can be yeah. bionic. My hips don't have to hurt anymore. Right. I can see forever. I don't have to wear glasses. My eyes will be perfect. My, right. I don't have to worry about a heart attack because there's a little AFib bit inside of me and I'm just going to eat my cancer cells. Like that's how it'll be proposed, right. which then all the generations of people, you know, young and old watch this and go, that would be amazing. And then along comes pharma and says, hey, we did it. We made it. The, We're amazing. The, ben, the thing that I have trouble reconciling with this is yeah. there's so much conversation about the overpopulation of the world, too. Yeah. You hear people talking about that all the time. And it's the people in the same sphere. So I'm going, on the one hand, 
you want me to live forever, but on the other hand, you don't like my existence here or my children. Well, you know, I, don't, that's, yeah, I, I don't struggle know if, with that sometimes. I don't know, if you know? I, how far I want to go on this one, but I would tell you that the the, the arguments and the, the information regarding population or depopulation, I would say they don't want you or I to live forever, Jeff. Well, right. They want to live forever. All right. They they look at there's classes of people that they view as less important. Yeah. yeah. And this is not about everybody living forever. Fair. Make no mistake about this. Yeah. They have an agenda for themselves. Yeah. Okay. And their own their own ego and their own God complex and their own we're gonna figure out God and figure out biology. I think I've told this joke before Which, on this. Again, the making of every sci-fi superhero movie that's come out recently is right. starts with that. Yeah. But, so yeah. so you know, now whether that was just an accident or whether there's powers that be that write these scripts and review ben, these ben, scripts. But, no, but but here's the thing, man. This is the point I was trying to make earlier, is that, you know. You can't create an innocent, like sort of, I hate to use the word, quarantined camp, control group of people that just write these things innocently. Like these things are in the human heart, right? I don't think for a second, I mean, yes, the writer for a movie maybe does not have the power of implementation to actually do whatever. But the fact that they're they're even writing about some of these things, I mean, it's like for, you, ever, you ever watch like a really, really dark movie? Maybe you didn't know, you just didn't see it come or whatever, which is really no excuse, I guess, with the internet these days. And you watch that and you go... Who thinks up this stuff, right? Like I can't, I can't just give a pass and say, well, they were just thinking this stuff up for the purpose of entertainment. It's not just entertainment. You can't go down that road. So what is, what's right? your point? So my point is that like evil is in the human heart, okay. right? Or deviant things are in the human heart. And, and I think that that's that evil inclination that we're all fighting against or whatever. And the reality is, is like some, whether it's Hollywood at times or now what's become in the world of tech, I think those things have now been given a free pass to just to just roam mm. free to do whatever they want to yeah, do. I so I don't make a distinction between the person that's designing this for potential evil, you yeah. know, intention versus oh the sci-fi person they were just writing or whatever. Like you got to have a screwed up, I you know, sort of spirit sometimes to write some of this stuff. I'm not talking about. Look, I mean, you can watch a you can watch a superhero movie where there's like an evil character, or whatever, and and it's about good triumphing over mm, evil. I, mm. I do think that th those themes are still fairly innocent and, and good. How far they go with those is debatable for sure. So I'm not dismissing all of that stuff, but man, just some of this tech and some of the use of it that we see portrayed there, to the point of that podcast from a few, uh, you know a few weeks ago that it's it's designed by Hollywood or whatever. It's you know it's yeah. out there. I, I just think that that's. That just shows some of the it's it's evil applied either to movies or it's evil applied to tech. It's the yeah. same evil is yeah. what I'm trying to say. I, and I may and I don't maybe this is the same thing. Maybe I'm just saying it differently. The way I the way I would the perspective I in, at least initially I'm trying to share on today's show would yeah. be we need to be thinking about the breadth of that. Okay, so hmm. so I need to be thinking about both sides of that. Meaning that there could be some inherent good things, right? But I need to also, or, or potential good things. Yeah. But there also can be potential bad things. And those have to, so it's much like the, again, COVID, the lockdowns, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So when the only thing that was used to, to shut through the lockdowns was what? Save lives. Yeah. I mean, right? two weeks. Except. Slow the curve, right? Except yep. it killed a bunch of people. Mm. Right? Mm. That's what the research says. Do you believe me? I, I, what does the research say? John, that's what it says. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So, like, so, it doesn't matter what you so, think. It's like, what does the research say? If the yeah, research well, says I didn't know you were looking at me like, no, I don't know if no, I believe no, you. No, no, <laughs> so, Or you don't want to go on record for saying it. <laughs> I don't but, care. So, so they said the lockdown to save lives, looking at just one area, yeah. COVID infection. Yeah. And then, but a whole bunch more people died because the lockdowns caused 
spouse abuse, addiction, right. suicide, suicide, all of that. It's yeah. caused yeah. a bunch of poverty in other yeah. nations because the supply chain shut down. So people yeah. that we don't really think about that often in other nations that are already impoverished die yeah. because yeah. of it. Yeah. Way more yeah. than COVID. Way more than COVID. Yeah. So, but it, so you have to take all of that into consideration when you're going to have this conversation. So if that technology allows me, so for example, we were talking a little bit about um, some of the, the currency things where they're going to say that the, the centralized digital currency kind of concept moving through the Fed and everything, mm-hmm. they're, they're trying to sell with the positives, right? Hey, you can transfer money immediately. You'll have access immediately to your money, yada, yada. Oh, but that comes with some strings, my friends, right? So you need to be able to, so are you willing to give up? So I think there was a quote before, right? Uh, I don't remember who it's attributed to one of our forefathers, but he said, you know, those who are willing to give up some freedom, right, for the perception of safety essentially deserve neither, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. we were such creatures of comfort. Mm-hmm. Don't mess with my high-speed internet. Don't mess with my technology. Don't, you know, because I want the benefits, except people don't realize that comes with uh, tentacles into your life right. that you probably didn't. They don't want you to think about that agenda. They don't want you to think about the side effects of the jab because then you might not get it, which will be bad for pharma who made it. Oh, by the way, with your taxpayer money that you had no choice about that they funded that with. So when you're going to talk about AI or, or chat GBT or transhumanism, this idea of marriage between, right, that's going to be, it's sold to you like as an upgrade. Like we've been so conditioned to computers. Matter of fact, when they first rolled out the Moderna shot, uh, the language, they've, they've essentially changed this now on their website, but I have screenshots of it. The way they sold this technology what is that, was that it could upgrade your software. That's literally how they talked about it, that this vaccine, because it's mRNA technology, it goes in and it's like an upgrade to your software. And by the way, we can change it so fast, it's going to be like getting the new version yeah. whenever we need to do that. That was never how these were discussed. Yeah. But yeah. that language, to your point about television and this celebration, Jeff, this um, this idolization of technology, right, right. right is, 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 is implanted into us. Now, I don't think it's an idolization of technology. I think it's an idolization of immortality, immortality or, or I would even maybe interest introduce this this savior complex concept where we wall we want to be saved we want to hand so so it's funny some people say i would never hand my life over to jesus that's crazy that's weird <laughs> you guys are crazy but i'll hand my life over Listen, to a machine everybody's handing their life over to something right that's what so, it comes down so, to to your point right yeah. so we look mm-hmm. at this and somebody goes that's ridiculous yep. so you're going to instead hand it over to a bunch of tech guys in yep. silicon valley and you think they have better you think they have better ideas for you and your life do you think that you have to really ask yourself, and what they're really asking you to do is jump into the largest, grandest experiment with with warning flags all over the place, mm-hmm. which, by the way, as it, as it happens, and there's some discussions over this. I saw a research. They, they inoculated uh, 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 mice in, in, in the UK, I believe, with food, so they were able to vaccinate them by just what they fed them. Mm. There's discussions that they're actually uh, having the milk of cows. This was out of Wisconsin, I believe, mm. and the milk they're creating is going to be like a vaccine, so you would drink your vaccine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, the concerns about this, right, when we yeah. say, hey, I refuse to jab, yeah. this is why there's been so much importance around medical freedom, because if, if all of a sudden they're going to just, you know, knowingly or unknowingly put the vaccine in our milk, yeah. right, or the concept of shedding that had come up a lot, you know, during yeah. this whole yeah. vaccine yeah. thing where yeah. stay away from people for two weeks that was in their own literature don't have intercourse for two weeks with somebody that's been vaccinated Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. well why would you ever say that why would they ever say that in their own literature in their own filings with that why would they tell you to not do that yeah you should be concerned about that okay so when it comes to these things uh, that i mean i think we should be you you are you are now even if you are like a super tech lover and you are into all things tech and you think it's the greatest thing to your point i think a little earlier you you should come into this with 
the healthiest of healthiest doses of skepticism. Hmm. Just like the the fallout of the COVID jab that now, come on, I don't care where you are, who you are, anybody would now, I think, I don't, maybe not everybody, but 90% of people would say, yeah, we probably went too fast on that. Ben, what does it matter? Because they've created the next dumpster fire. It's the banking crisis. No, I don't care. It's I'm this. saying for the listeners that are saying we got to be aware, this is the next thing. Right, but but this is the problem. This is the, see, you're you're a researcher. We have these kinds of conversations. Yeah. We do this podcast. Thank God. But yeah. I'm saying for the average person out there that's not that, that think think about where they're getting their news from and sure. everything. They are the narrative is being controlled by being you know with what they're fed. Oh, they're totally. never going to yeah. get. Yeah, I, no, but I mean we, we got to talk to some, whoever we can. Well, no, no, no. I. I I agree with that. And that's why, that's why, you know, like, look, we're never shameless on this podcast. We might say at the end, Hey, share this with somebody that needs to hear or something like that. But guys, these, this is like one of those episodes that you better get your family members talk. I, share it doesn't mean send the link. Share it means you better start having these conversations well, so, here. Because Ben, here's the, here's the, here's yeah. the idea. This is where I'm going at with this. I go, you know, you're, you're talking about, do we want to give control to Silicon Valley? Can, can we just, can we just reflect on that for a second? This is not yeah. for you. You know yeah. this already. This is why yeah. you said this. Let's think about what we've heard from Silicon Valley over the last several years. Yeah. What have they done with our privacy? Yeah. Let's start there. Okay. They've been my, how many times have been, you know, the social media ex- executives right. have been brought yeah, before yeah, the court yeah. having to admit yeah. they were doing this, they were doing that, whatever. We've now seen the censorship yeah. that's gone on. Yeah. Okay. So all of these things, but everybody look, oh, but it's just a way that we connect. It's a way that this, and yeah. it's like, but that's not the attitude of the people who are at the top running these things. Think about, we've talked about social dilemma before we've had Dr. Anna on, you know, who's um, granted, she wasn't on the inside of the tech creation. She was speaking more of the dopamine hit of these, you know, these algorithms, but that whole documentary was insiders at all of these companies going, they were designing something to study you. And we had a problem with it and we got out to study you, addict, you addict, you own, you own own your data, know more about you than know about you. And then use that to manipulate you and change who you are and change who you buy. Right. Not just study you. No. Use it nefariously towards your life. hundred percent. So then now let's add in, and, and this is largely gone away. And I think honestly, because it was just a little stepping stone that really didn't become a reality. Like it, maybe, maybe I'm wrong with this, but I was talking about the metaverse. Everybody's talking about the metaverse and it's kind of flopped and failed or whatever. It's because we don't need to put on artificial, uh, you know, AI goggles or anything like that. It's becoming a reality through yeah. these other well, technologies. I, I, there. I think with, you know, I actually, just before you said, I actually wrote down metaverse because I, I think that I don't think I by no means think metaverse is over. Right. Oh, it's no, no, gonna, no. It's, it's just going to be it, different it, it, than putting on the guy. It's kind of like you said earlier. It's funny you said the example of the video phone. Yeah. Because I distinctly remember as a kid, I don't know why this comes up, but I'm nine or 10 years old. We went to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania for a karate tournament. Okay. okay. Nine or 10 years old. It wasn't about the karate tournament. We went to, you know, the, um, there's a museum. It's a science museum, I believe, that has the steps in Philadelphia where Rocky. Oh, his, yeah, yeah, yeah. His it's an art museum yeah, now, a, I think, but yeah. Yeah, but it was some kind of like, you know, yeah, yeah, tech yeah. museum or something like that before. So I okay. remember as a nine or 10-year-old kid, we're in that museum, okay. right? And they have set up. Now think think of the old, like old school, very traditional looking like Bell Labs or whatever rotary phone. Okay, yeah. It was one of those with this hideous, I mean, hideous compared to, you know, think about our, our phone screens now and how crazy the tech is. Just, I'm talking about the actual, you know, aesthetics of it. You know, this hideous little black and white screen right? That almost looked like a, like a sonogram from the 1980s or something like that. Right. And so Ben, you're at 30 feet across the room. I'm standing right here. We're somehow connected to a wire because there's no wireless technology at that point, not mainstream anyways. Right. And we're doing this thing. And it's like, this is the future of video calling. It never implemented itself that way. We never had, maybe some people did. I never had a home phone that had a 
video screen. Yeah, we yeah, made yeah. the jump right away to these wireless devices that that now do this. And so so I look at it and I go, I think the metaverse is the same way that it, it comes out or at least, you know, the the initial implementations of it. Right. Kind of flopped because people are going, yeah, that's not really good. But it, but it's evolved already. And yeah. we're talking about even in this year, you know, a year ago. There were so many companies betting on the metaverse and the metaverse at that point looked like putting on artificial uh, 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 virtual reality goggles. Yeah. And you're just going to like be this zombie that sits on your couch all day and navigates through the world through that screen. Yeah. I don't think it's going to implement that way. It's going to be much worse. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm thinking of. Uh, yeah. And I think this is this is the conversation that I would at least initially just want to have with people and myself even is just you need to think about. So it's just like when a person asks me, um, you know, um, should I get a shot in my shoulder? Should I get a cortisone shot? I right. say, well, I don't know. We, let's just talk about it. Well, you know, why yeah. do you want to get it? Well, I want to get it because my shoulder hurts. Okay, cool. Do you know any of the side effects of it? Would it, would it affect your decision-making if you had informed consent on this and you actually found out that it was going to make your shoulder worse, not better long-term? Yeah. Well, yeah, that might make a little bit of a difference to me, right? And so if that... so. So a lot of times it's just we have to have a, a, and and this is the irony of what's going on right now. We're just you know we're we believe this illusion like that we're smarter now, yeah. right? I would yeah. say I would argue that I don't know if that's the case. Or I don't know if we're smarter people now. I don't I don't we're think not so. wiser. Yeah, and so and I don't even know by smarter. I mean I think we got people that don't know basic things. They know how to go to a computer and type something into Google right. and then read that out like they know something. Right. right. That's different. I used to say this in in, in, in when I was in chiropractic school, you know when you say, oh, on day 18, the heartbeat starts or on day 25, this happens. I'd say you're just, you're, that doesn't make you smart to just know regurgitating fact. facts, right? Yeah. You don't know why it does it. Right. You don't know how it does it. Right. You don't know why it stops doing it. You don't know any, you're just, you're just regurgitating something somebody told yeah. you. That yeah. does not make you intelligent. Right. That makes you honestly a pretty useful idiot because you're just along for what anybody else is going to tell you. Yeah. So like I've heard it said before, you probably heard it, you know, before it's not about teaching you what to think it's teaching you how to think, asking questions, being curious. So I would want you as you're navigating this, you would not want to think like, what's the worst case scenario? What's what, what could this do? Even though there might be other benefits, mm -hmm. what else could happen? This could addict me. This could addict my family. Wait a this second. Could be, Wait, you know, ben, yeah, well, ben, you say yeah. you talk about benefits and, and, and I know that you would go down this road, but yes, there are benefits, but we would also have to ask the question, but is it worth it? What's the That's cost? What I'm saying. You know what I mean? That's my point, right? Yeah. So you have to be able to have that conversation. And yeah. you might, so oftentimes we say, hey, look how far we've come. Look at the progress. I say, I, you have to qualify that statement. What are you referring to? If you're living right now in 2023 and you're looking at all hell breaking loose and you're telling me that this is better, please, I'll, <laughs> I'm all ears. So, so I look at when I get at 30,000 foot yeah. view, you know, point here, I, I look at, I look at where we are and I go, okay, so you talk, yes, we have more knowledge than ever, at least access to it. I always like to think that either intelligence or wisdom or, or I don't even hands. know if it's knowledge. If I would say facts or something, I mean, I don't know this well, by inherently not knowledge, I mean, but yeah. Okay. That's fair. But, Maybe but semantics. But, well, yeah, it is. And, and I think that knowledge applied is intelligence or wisdom or something, mm -hmm. or it, it starts to get into that scope there. And I go, all right. What we, we let's call it critical thinking. That concept meaning, can you take course. that info and and then critically apply it, you know, right. rationally to and to then it begs the question. Yes. Then it has it made our lives better. So here's what I know. Okay, yes, we have these. I mean, we have these devices. I hold this device in my hand that has, you know, the the computing power of probably sure an entire skyscraper worth of those. Remember those old computers? You've the probably, you've ones probably that are... been to the NASA thing that Kennedy or, you know, at the space center. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's that scene or there's that place in there where they say, 
there's more technology in your phone now than the entire than what took them to the moon, or right, whatever, right? Whatever that concept, right? But I yeah. mean, more computing, computational power, more whatever. I mean, none of our kids. I mean, I was about to say, I, look. I can't pick on kids. It's all of us. Ben, I can't sit down. I can give you some basics of like how a transistor works and oh, how sure. a processor works and everything. Yeah. But I promise you, I'm going to be using terms wrong and doing whatever. I don't know how it works, <laughs> right. so therefore I can't appreciate it. But think about this. It's not just tech. I mean, think about where our food is. We're more disconnected from the land. Right, right, we're right. more disconnected from relationships. Yeah. We're more connected to tech. We have more things automated. We've lost intrinsic value of just production yeah. and uh, you know whatever. And, yeah. and, and I go, are we better off yeah. here? That's I mean, that great. begs the question. And so, so when I look at this tech stuff, this is the problem that I have, is that just like with tech, you know, remember in, uh, I think it was in Social Dilemma, or maybe it was one of the podcasts that we did with one of the contributors. You know, we, we've heard the terminology that, that kids who were handed these devices who have grown up and not known. I mean, think about it. Our kids have not known a world where people didn't have these. Yeah. Okay. Now, they, these may be infinitely more high tech than where the, you know, the smartphone right. was, quote unquote, 10 years ago. But they've grown up seeing these screens in, in front of their hands. And I would ask the question, like, you know, have they have they made us better or have they created more problems? But yeah. remember, in, in part of the process there, those kids were saying like our kids, the, the ones that are our kids age, teenagers or whatever, are starting to call themselves the test generation because we handed them this device. Right. And we couldn't tell them that it was safe because there's no rule book for it. Yeah. We don't know where it's going. OK, I mean, we don't know that the evolution of the technology that's happening over and over. We don't know that it's safe. We don't know the consequences that it's yeah. happening. Well, in emotional well, health. I, Actually, I, yeah. I beg to differ because we do. Yeah, I was going to say, I, don't, right? I think I think we can now say. Sorry, I should yeah. have maybe I should have said in the inception of these things, yeah. we didn't have any. Right. We had nothing on right. that at all. And I'm going. But now looking back, we know that this is a problem. And so to me, I, the, I, I think part of it, again, in the spirit of teaching people, you know, how how to think and not what to think. we got to be asking the questions. Are we better off here? Are, yeah. are we better off? Are we emotionally adjusted? Are we healthy? Are we more productive? Are we more in touch with the land? Right. Because, I mean, call me the naturalist here. Forgive me. I'm not making apologies. Actually, God designed our bodies to be that way. We were designed to have a unique relationship with this world that we yeah. created, not to yeah. not to create more degrees of separation from it. And the more yeah. that we're doing that, I mean, it's just not good, man. I was, I was talking to somebody else this morning, you know, and, and some of this maybe it doesn't to me, but some of this might land more to some people on the conspiracy side. But yeah. I was just sitting, man, like with the way that it seems they want things to go by this, you know, uh, your identity of who you are doesn't really matter. Yeah. And then when we were, when the whole world was, they tried to mask up the whole world and the studies that have been done on that and how much that affects how you see a person. Because when you can't see their emotion, so it literally makes you easier to hurt somebody. It makes yeah. you not see yeah. them as a person because yeah. you can't see their face. Yeah, you can't see their, It's it dehumanizing. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of intense to think about that they made a, almost tried to make a, or you really tried to make a global dehumanization. Don't get together, mm -hmm. wear a mask, wear a mask in your own house mm -hmm. amongst your own family. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's not a leap to say that is very concerning with no appreciation mm -hmm. for the dehumanization of that and what that's going to cause relationships, yeah. Yeah. what that's going to yeah. cause emotionally, what's going to cause that educationally. So I totally agree with your point, which is, you know, or, or your question at what cost. And, and I think it's, it's, it's important that we ask that and that, that, you know, so somebody might say, well, Hey, you guys are doing a, I'll say it like this, you know, you guys are doing a podcast right now on technology and you got your computer and I got my phone laying right here and yada, yada, yada. If you didn't have the technology, you wouldn't be able to do this. And here's what I would say. 
I'd be more than happy not to do this. That's fine. And I don't mean that like for like, I no, mean, like, I, you know I wish you do it. You would do it at your office. You yeah, would do it on your the, front porch. You would do it whatever. 20 people that can make it there in our little life. Right. And then it will influence right. them. It'll be helpful so, to them. So Ben, to a point, if yeah. I could make it real quick here, this is, this is the argument. Well, that wouldn't be, inef- that would be inefficient. Mm-hmm. And, and here's what I would say as an argument. Since when is efficiency always a good thing? That would be the yeah, question well, that the I have. the only thing. You know, efficiency right. is not a bad question. It's like making, I've read this book called The, the Go-Giver, and he's, he asks a great, he starts like this. He says, making money is not a bad question. It's just a bad first question. Okay. So making money is not a bad question. It's a bad first Fair. question. It's a bad thing to lead with. It's the bad thing to be the totality of your life. So it's not a bad thing to ask, is this efficient? It's bad if that is the only way you're going to do it, and you're going to hurt people and abuse people and use them as minions in the process of that. That is a problem. We had that guest on Jennifer Say. She was a gymnast, and, mm-hmm. and you know, and she's now, you know, and she was with Levi's, and she was talking about like, and I was re-listening to something that she said the other day, and I was like, you know, we, we've made it okay to abuse children for a medal. Hmm. And we actually applaud. There was a scene, I watched that movie that she made called Athlete A, and that was about, um, you know, the sexual abuse of kids with Larry Nassar, but it was about yep, other yep, things. Yep. And, and I can't remember the girl. If you're listening to this, you'll remember, and I forgive, I can't tell her who she, tell, remember her name, but she was the girl, I think it was Carrie Strug, maybe or something, little, had a bad ankle, mm-hmm. and she did this thing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and she, they showed that scene, and, and they talked through it. What you're witnessing is a girl being forced to compete with a broken ankle. Mm. And we applauded her. And the people that made that happen, that's exploitation and child abuse. That's not to be celebrated. Hmm. So when we, I know, and so when we think about this, I really, as a matter of fact, I, anyway, so I'm, I'm saying this as, as, as and, and yeah. to the point we, we can, we can, as a, I'm not saying we, yeah. you and I, but society, we overlook it because she landed the vault and it was a heroic moment. What if mm-hmm. she had landed on that ankle and just shattered it yeah. right what was if that it, had yeah. happened and it was, was incomplete? well and I'm even even i'm not saying you're doing this on purpose but even by saying it's a heroic moment we would never say that about abuse oh i, right? I agree know? i yeah, agree we do and we and we still call it a heroic moment and it's on all the uh, commercials and it's on all the you know olympic whatevers and so we have to reframe it's like we have to reframe technology we have to reframe its influence on our life you know i hear people say this and even in my my own family, extended family, different times, different patients, it doesn't matter. But just right, like sometimes, and well, and, it, it, and I'm saying this as, as I'm talking this show through. I'm saying this to myself: how we justify things. I think you said that yeah. a little earlier, yeah. right? Like, well, I don't, I don't want my kids to, you know, not be able to, you know, know how to use it. Yeah. Bull crap. Well, and it always stems from some level of hypocrisy. Every one of us yeah. is a hypocrite, or in some or way, just or, or justification for for again, kind of. Um, I, I wrote down a note, Jeff. It's like food and junk food. So, because here's what happens, and it's kind of like that chicken or the egg. And I've said this before. I remember a guy, he was a pastor at a morning thing I did, and, and he said, oh, you know, and after I got done talking, he goes, yeah, Ben, but people just want a quick fix, right? And I said, we have, we ha- Leroy was his name. I said, Leroy, we've been convinced that two things, that it is a fix and that um, that it was possible to have this quick fix. Like when that's presented mm. to you mm. and then you believe it, now you're in a whole different delusion. The shot in my shoulder to take away my pain is not the same as the go- problem going away. Yeah. So when we look at, so some people say this to me with like kids and food, for example, they'll say, well, you know, my kids, all they want is, you know, chicken nuggets and fries. Mm-hmm. And, and, and now I'm not getting like, I'm not like, like judging this. I'm just saying, 
I've seen this enough. So what will happen is, well, my kids are just addicted to it. I can't get them to get off it. Mm-hmm. I can't get them off of it. I can't get this. I can't get this. And if you remember any of these episodes we've had, like, you know, you are the parent. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. sometimes you got to parent yourself. I'm mm-hmm. not even coming down on parents here. I just mean, I'm talking to myself again. I mean, if we know this is bad, we, we need to at least, we knew it, we need to at least know the potential problems in here. Mm-hmm. You know, you talked about that social, there was another one called like childhood 2.0. I think I watched. And it was that one was more about like the the sexual stuff that's gone mm-hmm. on, and mm-hmm. they have all these kids mm-hmm. on there, and they're talking about like what goes on on this, and mm-hmm. and a lot of the kids that they interviewed said, "I wish my parents would never have given me a phone. I wish I would never have had social media. I wish this would never have happened because it's, I can't, you know, da 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 da." Well, you're seeing pockets of young people too. <laughs> young people are sensible when I say yeah. that, but you're seeing pockets of people that are doing, they're abstaining from this stuff. Right. And on their own volition, yeah, because, on their own volition. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because none of us are, are helping them do it and that, that, you know, that kind of thing. And so like, but the point is, it's been, there's no rule book for this. We, we had no way of guaranteeing. You so know, when there's no rule book, we need to use the precautionary principle. When there is no rule book, we don't justify it and dive in and see what happens. No, I'm not I, saying I, you're suggesting that. I, yeah, no, I, I, I we go in with that. extreme caution. Right. Right. We don't on when there's MRNA technology that's never been done on humans. We don't say, Hey, 8 billion people have four right, of them. Right. We go, holy crap, we better not do that. So you look at the last 40 years then and think about the, so you and I are in our forties, man. I mean, think about how dramatically the world has changed, right? Since we were growing up yeah. and you know, every generation have its, has its technological evolutions and everything, but the speed in which that has happened now has been absolutely on fire. Uh, uh, it's been a, 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 you know, a lot of the author of that article you sent me about Google and the the seven years will be immortal. Yeah, you know, uh, I think it's Kruntzwill. I don't know exactly how you say his name, mm-hmm. but he, a lot of his in the books I've read that he's written, it's it's all based around what he calls well, no, not what he calls, but what's called exponential growth, right? So it starts slow like this, but then it, as it doubles, as it doubles, and then pretty soon by the end, it's this massive curve straight up, yeah, right? Yeah. And that's how he's able to predict predict a lot of these things. So yeah. if he sees it. 10 people have cell phones and then 20 people and then 40 and 40 people got them in half the time. You just foul that out. Mm -hmm. And then you go by 2015, 8 billion people are going to have the phones. It's not even, some of it's just like a math problem. It's Mm -hmm. just exponential growth. Mm -hmm. So when you see technology doubling every 10 years or whatever the number is, 18 months now, who knows, you know, then, then, then we know the implications of that. If, if the data for AI, you know, doubled like this and we saw this growth then you just do the math and then play that out and you don't Mm -hmm. get perfect, but you, you get some sort of exponential curve. Now, what's interesting about technology that's different, for example, they also used to try to do the same thing in some of the modeling that they did with like COVID, for example, right? If, Mm -hmm. if two people got infected and then two more got infected and they infect two more people and it took three days to do that, then we play that out and we're all going to be dead by the end of the month, right? Well, what that doesn't account for is the human body's self-healing. What that doesn't account for is innate immune system. What that yep. doesn't account for is pre-exposure. Yep. So there was a lot of variables that weren't included in that. They just used a very, you know, that's why that model got so destroyed that was done by uh, over in the uh, Ferguson model out of the UK that had mm-hmm. 2 million Americans dead in six mm-hmm. months. Mm-hmm. So I say this to say that there's variables and we need to at least entertain those variables. You know, one thing at the, at the bare minimum, Jeff, mm-hmm. I would say um, they, they, we could just call them to, to be as unnefarious as possible, I would call them unintended consequences, right? Meaning, and, and this is like, if you remember when uh, McDonald's got sued by a girl because she said that McDonald's made her fat, right? Now, you depending on, on where you land on this, you'd say, well, that's ridiculous, right? Everybody knows that McDonald's isn't good for you. Yada, yada. Well, if you actually go study the court case, it's pretty fascinating because McDonald's argument, I mean, it goes back and forth, but, but McDonald's argument was, 
we hey we're not we're not claiming that this is good for you we're not claiming that this is healthy but then her argument back was actually you have told me that and your marketing does tell me that and stuff like this so yeah. so they didn't want to take any of the blame for addicting you yep. they don't want to take any of the blame for doing that my point in this is there 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 might be and again but your our job is to be aware acutely aware of the unintended consequences yeah. right yeah. so if i'm going to take a drug and the drug is supposed to do xyz for me but it might also do a, B, and C to me, then I need to know that. So I need to go into technology, AI, transhumanism. If I'm going to sign up for the central banking, you know, CB, you know, the the the, the um, centralized, you know, digital banking system, yeah. But yeah, United States. But I also realize that now they can immediately, you know, they can tie me off. You know, they can cut off. They can turn me off. Yep. Frankly, right? Yep. Then there's consequences to that. Um, so I would say that 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 mm. is the way I. What at least you know that would be some of these things. I would also say that this as a couple examples, Jeff these empty promises. So no, make no mistake, you guys, these are going to be proposed or they are being proposed with these empty promises, these future-based things. Just like, so I wrote down three examples. One was the mRNR technology. If you if you just go back when they first pulled it out, it was going to save mm-hmm. the world. It was going to be the greatest thing. We're going to get through this. It was going to be perfect. It was going to be fine. It was 100% safe and effective. We sit here a time later. Now, I guess they didn't ask Robert Malone about that, did they? Yeah. So that's one. I would also say, um, if you look at cancer treatments in America, we've been in the we've been in the 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 war on cancer for yeah. billion for millions of or for no for decades. You said it right, billions of dollars for billions of dollars. That's <laughs> well, right. And because right. Yeah. yet we're really haven't made any progress. If you look at their studies, I've got their own admissions. They'd say that we haven't. They got a president said this not too many years ago. We haven't moved the needle on cancer care at all. Okay. No, that's not. But you think we have because we give trillions of dollars. Yeah, see, the sad thing is though, you're saying that factually. They're saying that as a ploy to give even more. Right. 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 That's the issue. So, but if you can stand back for a second, go. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. All the money, all the attention, all the yeah. research, all the yeah. science. So maybe we're missing something here, especially when the way we treat cancer is by giving chemicals that cause cancer. That'd be a good start. And the last <laughs> one I would use, and this can make it some people upset, but I would look at, and I would look at all these as just experiments. I think it's a better way for me to frame it in my mind, hmm. looking at it as an experiment. Nobody really. Some people do, but nobody really likes to be part of an experiment. And at least by the definition of an experiment, we don't really know the outcomes. Earlier to your point, we're going to throw this thing in the hands of people. I saw some stuff that happened with the porn industry. Wait, this, wait, 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 yeah. wait. Yeah. Nobody likes to be part of an experiment, but they're all part of one. Okay. If you yeah, just don't call it that. positioned like that. Yeah, and when okay. you find out, you're not happy about it. When people went to sign the initial paperwork with the mRNA technology, when they got the shot, it actually says on there See, that I, you're part of an experiment. I don't know if I buy that anymore because, you know, then we find out that the social media companies, your little devices in yeah. your home that you talk to and tell them yeah. to turn on the fan and the music and all that kind of stuff. We know that they're recording information. People tell stories all the time of, I checked yeah. my email and it was like, oh, no, I'm hitting me yeah, with ads. For sure, because we're addicted to the comfort of right. it. We've been sold on the benefit so of it. So if they were and really angry, the device would be gone. It would be yanked, but it's not gone. Yeah, they, get they more become of them. dependent upon right. it. Of course right? they have. And That's they, what it is. They, they become desensitized to it. Dangle a little bit of a false promise in you. They lie to you and say, we're not ministering your data. We're going to erase it in 12 hours. We're not following you. We're not yeah. selling your data. Right, but but but, when you, but to your point, when you if you're going to believe that, then you're going to say, hey, things everything's okay. But the other one that I was thinking about as I was trying to think of examples was Hmm. this defund the police movement that happened, right? Ah, So now, since that's been a couple few years where this has kind of happened, now you're seeing these cities that did that. And across the board, you're seeing this is, and again, you can call this whatever you want to call this. You can call this political. I mean, every one of those cities, major people speaking out going, our city is destroyed. It's on fire. 
You know, it's it's insane. I just mm -hmm. read an article that Jennifer had posted that um, like in San Francisco, the amount of people that have moved out of San Francisco oh, was gosh. crazy. Yeah. Right mm -hmm. now, these are these places that defunded the police. Yep. So sometimes now, again, if you first if you first listen and I remember, I mean, I don't do this perfectly by any stretch, but I try to think about like. I, I do want to hear some of the other perspectives. Sometimes it's just too crazy. I can't give it a lot of time. Mm. But I'm like, what are they saying in this defund the police concept? What's really going on, right? So some of the concepts were like, we need to have more social work people on these, you know, to deal with this domestic violence situation, not mm -hmm. just, you know, arresting people and trying to get more in the community and, and in the roots. And we need less cops and we need more, you know, psychiatrists or psychologists. Yeah, yeah. And, and part of me is like, you know, I can I can go there. I mean, I can look at. I think the term "defund the police" is probably not how I would you know do that. I would say you know uh, you know re re look at the model of how we how we do that. But right, telling people that we're not going to respond to you know crimes anymore and and not you know letting people shoplift and we're not going to persecute them and not having bail or you know letting people out on bail that have done major mm -hmm. you know felony crimes like that's insane to me. And I think we're seeing the outcome of that experiment of defunding the police, right? And so. I, now that's I'm sure for some people that are really into that issue, that's a wild oversimplification. But I but it's an it, I'm using it as one example that we could look pretty recently. And go, oh man, I never thought about that, mm. and I didn't realize what was going to happen in crime. And then when it starts happening to your dad or your brother or your friend's business, mm -hmm. right? Just say mm -hmm. the mRNA shots. I just got a call the other day from a lady, and she said, you know. Um, so and so, this person I know, they thought I was crazy about the mRNA vaccinations and you know the, the jab, and she thought I was off my rocker. And then her mom got the jab and is essentially paralyzed now. Mm. And so now she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I had no idea. Now it's now it's hit my front porch, mm. right?" Mm. So mm. so some of this, unfortunately, you might go, "Oh, what's the big deal? Mm. It's just a wearable. It's just this. It's just this." And I'm just saying, minimally understand that the, the 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 implications and the possible uses of that information behind the scenes mm -hmm. or in front of you are gonna are, are are could be very 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 bad. You know, you say, um, "Well, I never thought about that," and I go, "That is the very definition to me." of surrendering your thinking, yeah. your critical thinking. Yeah, they don't want you to think about it. And they don't want you to think about that, right? The they very tell you not to think about it. Remember that not too long ago, they literally said like on Google, they were like, you need, I can't remember the exact language, but they said the problem is people are trying to ask, find questions. God forbid, yeah. right? Innate to the human spirit is, is, a, is a curiosity that yeah. we're born with. We either nourish it or we quench it, right? And, and I look at this and I go, if these artificial intelligence programs were so smart, okay, we know this doesn't end well. Clearly, they're not that smart because they would be telling us, turn me off, right? Stop using mm, me. This mm, is going to mm, end up bad mm. kind of thing, right? Because what we're doing is when we are not thinking about that, I never thought about that. We are surrendering our thinking to a corporation, to a chat bot, to a whatever, that kind of thing. Yeah. And Ben, I, I'm to me, Ben, I, there's a number of things that we would say comprise of what it really means to be human. But to me, among those is... The ability to reason, the ability mm -hmm. to, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I think of, I think of the scriptures talking about in Isaiah, come, let us reason together, right? Mm -hmm. This is, this is God affirming to man that, that reason is a good thing. Now reason can get you into trouble for sure, but that ability to critically think and to analyze yeah. and assess or whatever, if we surrender that, yeah. what do we have left, but, man? But, so, so I, and I would agree with you, Jeff, I would, mm -hmm. and I would, I would, I would suggest this though. This is what, again, I think what, and this isn't show isn't designed to be a complete answer to these questions. Right, it's a, it's right. a primer to this. 
But I would say that exact statement that you just used will actually be used against people because they'll say things like this. Look at how stupid humans have been. We have to actually remove from them that ability because look at the trouble it's got us into. Mm. If we could have just had that in an algorithm that will give... Um, if you've seen a lot of this happening, you saw this in COVID. Yeah. They used models, computer-generated models. Yeah. They never did any lab testing. They never did any actual what you used to do. And so we, you have to... Re, you, so some might be listening to this and they say, yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense, Jeff. And then you change the channel and you listen to some smart guy in a white coat on TV go, no, no, no. That's exactly why we're instituting this, because we're going to take out air of human. Yeah, We're going to just put the facts and the stats in there, right. and it's going to spit out the unbiased right answer that will lead us perfectly down. And so that argument, and then you'll be forced to say, oh gosh, maybe they're right. Right. And so this is why you have to be prepared to understand the nuances of this, because they're not stupid, yeah. and they'll use that exact argument against you, yep. and then you're the bad guy. Now, now you're anti-science. Now you're anti-technology. Now you're the old-fashioned bigot, you know, uh, f- you know, old fat loser, you know, backwards, right? And that's that's how they'll that's how they'll use it. Let them. Yeah. But Ben, you know what's funny? Yeah. Well, maybe I don't know if it's gonna be funny. Let's hear. I don't know if <laughs> well, it'll be funny or sad. You know, here's what they can never take away from me. They can never take away from me the meaning of holding my wife's hand. They can never take away from the the meaning of seeing the birth of a child and knowing the miracle that that is. You know what I don't cry at? I don't don't cry at, uh, I cry at a funeral, depending on the person, of course, but I cry at a funeral. I don't, I don't cry when my, when my phone that I once loved when I opened it up out of the new package is now obsolete, quote unquote, is it obsolete, you know, and I, and I discard it or whatever. I don't cry when I lose technology. There's, there's no emotional connection there. Yeah. However, mm-hmm. the crazy thing is, and I remember this study that was done probably 15, no, nah, it wasn't that long ago, maybe 10 years ago, where they, uh, this is kind of an interesting one, and it kind of can, can scare us a little bit, because they asked, it was like, I think young adult women, 18 to 30-ish, somewhere in that range, who were single, would you rather have a smartphone or a boyfriend? Yeah. What percentage do you think went, went yeah, which direction? Probably half and half or something. It wasn't that bad. I'm sure it would be more than that. Then it yeah. was about, it was like 36% or something like yeah. that. If the women said, give me the smartphone. Ben, let's just think about this for a second. We're getting to a point that was 10 years ago, yeah. minimum. Okay. Think about how far we, you, if you had come to me 10 years ago and said, Hey, have you used chat GPT? I'd be like, what? I mean, I still don't understand yeah. half of what it is, but think about how much we've changed even in those 10 years. So of course those numbers have skyrocketed, no doubt, yeah. but we're getting to a point where our, our, our real intrinsic value and meaning, which is found in relationships, what we are made for. Okay. And that's been yeah. proven to, for, you don't even have to have a biblical perspective on yeah. that. We've just seen that by observe and we're being stripped of that more and more and yeah. more and handed tech and we're becoming robots in the yeah. sense of doing that. So to me, yeah. one of the solutions here is, you know, I look at this and I go, then, then part of my fight is not to just angry and, you know, be angry and say, yeah. I'm not going to whatever yeah. part of my fight is fine. You want to fight for my affection that much more you, the world of tech and, artificial artificial intelligence or whatever then the fight in me has to be lit even more to fight for meaning and relationships and value there because that's yeah. what matters in life man yeah that's what I, matters i think i i think you know it's a it's a good point here here would be my my agree with you my concern on that or the way i'd add to that i guess sure. is what we've seen happen so in healthcare um, if they can get everybody vaccinated, as mm-hmm. an example, mm-hmm. then there's no control group, and we no longer know what unvaccinated humans are like. Okay, so you we can we have to be really careful. There has to be a remnant of people because, like when you just said, 
I don't care who you are. When I hold my wife's hand, when I do whatever. And again, I would counter mm-hmm. with what you just said, your own study saying, oh no, there's a lot of people that would prefer not to. Okay. Cause they just said that in that study and it's probably only gotten worse. So you or I might say that and we go, but, but we have to understand that person's never even had the opportunity to experience that. Mm-hmm. And so they think they, I read an article the other day of some guy in love with his AI girlfriend or something like this, right? No. So we shake our heads, know, but that's going to become more and more and more people. And eventually when that's the majority yeah. that, that controls it and controls society, yeah. it doesn't matter if you're right meaning they're in control of that. So that's why it's important that you fight now. Right. This is right. why it's important that you push back now. Mm. This is why it's important, just like we said with medical freedom, because we said there's going to be the next, there's going to be the next. And when you just went along with the mask, when you went along with the jab, when you went along because of this, when you went along because of that, we perpetuated the problem mm-hmm. by engaging in the mm-hmm. thing that whatever the ask was at the time. So you're right, right? Mm. The human connection. What I'm saying is if we don't let them do that. If we don't let them, if, if we don't fight for that reality, mm. to your point, aggressively, I don't mean like, you know, but I mean like intentionally, intentionally. And, and, yeah. and consistently yeah. Mm-hmm. and yeah, deliberately yep, and yep, like, yep. yes, 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 yes. Like, you know, with my kids, with my own family, with myself, my own spirit, if I don't contend for that, I will become, just like if I started living on junk food, I will become desensitized to healthy food. Hmm. And then eventually I will just say things like this. I just like it more. Yeah. And I'll just find myself dependent on technology and I'll say, it's, you know what? It's just how I relax. It's yeah. just how yeah. I check out. It's yeah. just, you know what? I'm going to stop fighting it. I'm just going to go along with it. You know, oh, well, oh, well, oh, well. And so I'm saying, yes, it's the road less traveled. Mm. Yes, it might be difficult. And yes, it's worth it, but you won't often know the worth it until you've actually experienced it. So in the beginning, it'll feel like this is stupid. This sucks. This hurts. I don't like being different. I don't like this. Everybody says I'm this. Right. I understand. But just now we look back, you know, defunding the police or the mRNA jab or Mm. cancer treatments. I enter in the the, whatever one you want to use and say their way hasn't worked out very well. Mm. So we'll probably have to. Heck, I don't know what's going to evolve. We might have to do the the show on this every month. I don't know as it continues to grow and just keep asking these questions and pointing out areas of concern. So you can say, you know what, I don't think I want to engage in that at all. Or 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 maybe there's something in there for me. I don't know, and, and I don't have that answer for you. But it's it's our it's our next frontier, and it's here. And we need to we, you know we need to ask good, broad, deep questions about it, mm-hmm. so we don't mm-hmm. get caught with our metaphorical pants down or mm-hmm. down the road too far, and we go, oh my gosh, and these unintended consequences, yeah. Yeah. and we were actually part of the problem. So yeah. be careful, be highly skeptical. Just like I would try to tell you with the COVID jab, find out what's in it, think hard about it. What are the long-term consequences? Who made it? Who's driving it? Who's behind it? All those questions, and you're asking yourself that before you take the shot, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not after. So think long and hard if you want to just dabble in chat GPT. Think long and hard about AI. Think long and hard about transhumanism and what that means for you as a person, what that means as a society, what that means for your faith, what that means for that whole thing, because it all matters. Mm. It all matters. Mm. And there's things we don't even know about that we don't know about right mm. right now as it keeps developing, but we got to be we got to be on our toes about it. That's my two cents. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to support the show, give us a five-star review and share it with your tribe. To learn more about Dr. Ben's work, visit AchieveWellness.clinic.